You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, guys. Let me know your first name and where you're watching in from so I can give you a little shout out. We have so much to break down. Kristen Doty is spilling some tea on her podcast. Stassi Schroeder is speaking out on her podcast. And Sheena Shea is finally responding to all of this speculation and these rumors and accusations that she gave Raquel a black eye. Christina from Montreal. What's going on? Melissa from Quebec. Eileen from San Diego, Carrie from Connecticut, Callie from California, Bonnie from Atlanta, Tones from Miami, Maria from Silicon Valley, Jeanette from SoCal. What's going on, guys? We have Lizzie from Detroit. We have Renee from San Francisco. We have Maria from Chicago. We have Keisha from Hawaii, Alicia from New York. Uh, we have Lala from Queensland, Australia, Val from Toronto. Oh my God, they're coming in so fast. Alicia from Shellfield, UK. Um, hi from Mississippi. Karen from upstate New York. Melaney from Philly. Melaney, are you coming to our Philly show? I'm going to be live in Philly, April 27th at City Winery in Philadelphia. April 27th, me and the Brav Bros. We're also going to be announcing a couple, just a few to start things off. A couple of our special guests we're going to be announcing. Hi, Evelyn from, uh, from Santa Monica. Joe from the UK. Michelle from Dallas. Woo woo, Shannon from Minnesota. You're not. I'm from. Oh, Katie from Chicago. So let me know if you guys got tickets and if you're coming to our live show. We will be live in Philly, April 27th at City Winery. You can get your tickets at NoFilterLive.com. The link is in the description below, guys. NoFilterLive.com. Go to NoFilterLive.com to get your tickets to No Filter Night Out in Philly, April 27th. We're going to have so much tea to spill. That's also going to be around the same time that the Vanderpump finale is going to be airing. So there's going to be a lot for us to talk about. So Vanderpump Rules will be airing its season 10 finale at the end of April which is right around when we're going to be doing No Filter Live. Are you coming to Chicago anytime soon? Um, no plans to come to Chicago. Oh, yay. Alex bought tickets. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see you. Oh, Susan bought tickets. Susan got VIP tickets. VIP tickets are selling fast, guys. Okay, let's dive into it because there's so much. I wish I could make it to Philly. Have fun, everyone. Oh, end up we're going to miss you. Um, but sweet. Okay, so let's let's start with Kristen's podcast and everything that Kristen spilled on her podcast, and then we'll get into the Sheena of it all because the Sheena and the Raquel of it all is a lot, and I went through Raquel's court documents, and I'm ready to let, let's pick apart this little timeline because I have some questions, baby boo. Okay. okay, so let's start with Kristen Doty. So Kristen, it appears, is officially back for the tail end of season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. She was spotted on March 7th, so just a couple of days ago, with Pump Pump Rules cameras filming her. So we know at the beginning, um, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when she was around Ariana, it didn't appear that she had signed a release agreement. She did not sign her contract as of yet. She was around and cameras were around as well, but it did not appear that she had agreed to be on the show just yet. Then reports came out that she was in talks to join the show again. So now it looks like because the the photos that were released show that she was walking into Ariana's house and they have the cameras directly on her. Nobody else is around her, which shows that they're not just getting her in the, a background shot. They have a clear shot of Dodie walking into the house filming just Dodie, which tells me she back, baby. Kristen Dodie is back. Okay, so 
She just did a new podcast episode that I listened to earlier today where she reveals what really went down Wednesday night. Okay, so she claims that it is true that Tom did drop his phone. I guess he dropped it on stage. Somebody that knows them got the phone, gave it to Ariana. And is like, oh, Tom dropped the phone. Um, here you go. So he doesn't lose it. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Apparently, she had some sort of gut feeling, some sort of instinct that she needed to check his phone. So she decided to open the phone and she immediately went to the photos because that's where you go if you want to find something. Something salacious, right? Went to the photos, and there she found a FaceTime recording of Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis playing with themselves. So it wasn't just a coochie video. Sandoval had his Sandoval all up out in the FaceTime video as well, which is even worse, right? Like, it's one thing if you see some bitch send, you know, a, vi- a naughty little video of her her little Bambi and her phalanges to your man, right? That's one thing. That's a thirsty hoe that's trying to send some naughty videos, right? But it's beyond that because Sandoval was also participating in this as well. So it's one thing to see this girl, but then you see your man and you see them both doing this on a FaceTime. And the weird part about a FaceTime video is that when you try to screen grab a FaceTime video, it doesn't record audio. It only records the video. So then it's just weird. So it's just like silent masturbation, which is just like odd, weird, right? So I guess Dodie at that point, um, her and her friend ended up leaving the concert. So she didn't really catch the aftermath of what went down when Ariana confronted, um, when Ariana confronted Sandoval. Okay. So Ariana had the gut feeling. She found the FaceTime. Then Sheena ended up getting, uh, finding Raquel, and Raquel was talking to Ariana at that point because I guess Ariana confronted Raquel, and she's like, what the hell is this? You're dead to me. And then that's when Sheena's like, wait, what's going on? Who are you talking to? And then that's when Raquel's like, oh, my God, it's Ariana. Tom and I had, like, a seven-month affair, and, like, I'm trying to deal with it with her right now. And she said it very casually, and that's what caused Sheena to snap. And we'll get into the Sheena and what went down on Wednesday night. But... Dodie also confirms that Tom Sandoval is still living in the house and really doesn't understand the magnitude of what he's done. And he is apparently gaslighting her that there is some truth to that because he's basically telling her like, oh, you know, Ariana, our relationship wasn't in a good place. And you know that we haven't been in a good place for a while. And I didn't know how to tell you because your grandma had just died and you struggle with depression. And like, how am I supposed to reveal this news unto you? Because like, I didn't want to add more heartache to you. Like, what a twat, right? She also says that she's been texting with Schwartz and that Schwartz is really upset about all of this. And Schwartz is actually really bothered about how it's impacting their business because now he's having to really step up and actually, you know, do something about this. Apparently, he uh, Sandoval told Schwartz about a month before the news actually broke. So Schwartz has known this for a minute. Right. And Sandoval said that he wanted to tell Ariana before it all came out and before it embarrassed her. And he didn't want that. And sorry, buddy, you're a little late because you did embarrass her and you did actually make a fool of her and a fool of yourself and a fool of Raquel and her little Bambi. Okay, trash. So Kristen's saying that Ariana is really hurt. She's kind of broken by all of this. She's very numb in a lot of it. So right now they're all just trying to be by her side and they're all trying to surround her with love and support and kind of distract her. And so they're having dance parties and they're coming over and they're, um, you know, making dinner for her and just trying to keep her in good spirits because it's just, it's a lot, right? And it like weighs heavy on her. So she also says that Raquel really believes that she's in love. Like, truly, Raquel believes that her and Sandoval are going to go the distance. And the necklaces apparently are a real thing, the lightning bolt necklaces. I saw that the Brav Bros on their Instagram post, on their Instagram account posted um, a video of Tom singing Electric Love, uh, which could be some sort of, like, dedication to Raquel in some sort of way. I mean, Electric Love, lightning bolts, lightning bolt necklaces. It's vague, it's speculation, but it's possible. Vague, speculative, uh, you know. Uh. So Raquel believes that they're in love. And again, I've said this. I think it's puppy dog love. And I think Tom Sandoval's acting from ego. And I think they both got off on the thrill. And so it's going to be interesting because now their love, their love is really going to be put to the test. And it's like, are they going to go the distance? Are they really going to go all the way with this? Because now people are picking apart their relationship. And it's like, are they going to go all in or not? So Raquel has issued another statement. And I wish she would just shut up at this point. Like she feels like Lenny Hochstein giving a new page six exclusive every fucking week. And I'm just like, girl, at some point, like your PR crisis team needs to tell you, like, zip it. Close, close your legs to, to close your legs to almost married men. 
practically close your legs to practically married men and just like zip your lips, right? Zip both holes, the, the front hole and the bottom hole, like just all the holes, close them up, girl, because at this point we need to stop opening them. We need to shut it down. Okay. Her statement reads, God, first of all, she says that she has feelings for Tom and they've always been sincere and they were born out of friendship. Cute, right? Glad to know you didn't meet him on Tinder. Thank you for clarifying that barf. So she concludes her statement by saying, I care for Tom and I don't want to label anything or predict what lies ahead. Girl, shut up. She said, right now, I just need to heal. What are you healing from? Fucking up somebody else's relationship? Let me give you some space so that you can heal from wrecking up other people's lives. Bambi, bye. Bambi, bye. Like, no, thank you, ma'am. Like, just... Stop talking, go to therapy, work on yourself. Like you can do all of that without talking about it. You don't have to constantly be like, I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. Okay, Jax Taylor. Okay, Ramona Singer, New Beginnings. Like stop saying you're working on yourself and just shut up and go work on yourself. Period. You know, like what do you, what are you healing from? It's just, it's so bizarre to me. Literally healing from what? Because she's trying to say, oh, she's a love addict and she's a codependent. And I'm just like, wow, this literally, it's been a week. Today's Thursday. Everything broke last Wednesday night. So it's literally been a single week since all of this has broken out and she's already been diagnosed as, you know, addicted to love and she's, you know, codependent and all of this stuff. It's like, it's, I'm just kind of over her at this point. Like she makes my stomach turn. He makes my stomach turn. They're both just trash and garbage. Okay. So let's get into the Sheena Shea of it all, because I know that's what people really want to know. So Sheena Shea is finally clapping back at claims that Raquel punched, or sorry, at claims that she punched Raquel. I've been telling you guys, this is not true. Sheena did not hit Raquel. Sheena did not hit Raquel. Sheena did not hit Raquel. I'm glad that Sheena is finally speaking out with a very shady statement from her attorneys, right? So after Raquel Levis filed her temporary restraining order, which happened this week, Sheena Shea is now speaking out and clapping back at Miss Rachel. And this is the statement that her attorney, not Daryl, but Sheena's attorney has released. So her attorney says, this case is a fabrication by a known liar and a cheat who has betrayed everyone close to her. Sheena never punched Rachel, period. The supposed dark markings around her left eye have been there for months. Neither Sheena nor her cast members want anything to do with Rachel moving forward. The judge has only heard a one-side account of what happened, and we look forward to presenting the full and true story at the March 29th hearing. So Sheena's ready. She's like, I'm ready to spill the truth, and I'm ready to drop it, and yeah, I'm going to call her Rachel. I love that the attorney straight up just like called her Rachel. We're not even going to refer to her as Raquel. I love the Rachel drama. I love the Rachel shade, okay? And if there's anything that Emily D. Baker has taught us about the legal world, Emily has said repeatedly, lawyers are shady. Because I saw it when I posted it on Instagram, and then people were like, that's shady, and that's not professional. And I'm like, who the hell are you? A troll that, like, doesn't know, has never read a lawyer statement before, has never read attorney's, you know, court filings? Attorneys are shady. They are petty spaghetti, okay? They just are. They're shady. If you actually read court documents, you'll see how shady they are because they're trying to attack the other person's credibility. They're trying to attack their character. They're trying to knock them at any chance that they get, okay? So anybody that's like, that's not professional. You're going to call her Rachel? Oh, that's so shady of a lawyer to call her Rachel. Like, shut up. Like, who are you, Barbara? Please. Lawyers are petty spaghetti. It's the nature of the beast. It is what it is, especially when you're putting statements out to Us Weekly. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So now I've reviewed the now leaked court documents, the court or not documents, but filing that Rachel, you know, made sure she submitted where she claims that Sheena has pushed her into a brick or that night. She claims Sheena pushed her into a brick wall, causing injury to the back of her head. What is injury? An ouchie? You have an ouchie on the back of your head? Really? Because Raquel's like this tall and Sheena's like this big. Sheena's literally like 5'5 five five and Raquel's like 5'9. And when and in her heels, like Raquel is just so much physically larger than Sheena that it's just like, like Sheena is tiny. She's so petite that like, she, you mean to tell me Sheena pushed Rachel into a brick wall and caused a boo-boo on the back of her head? An ouchie? 
call somebody call an abuela and do sana sana and like make it better okay like seriously like it's ridiculous okay so she claims that she pushed her into a brick wall and she hit the back of her head causing injury and not only that she punched her in the face causing injury to her left eye again Sheena is this big. Raquel is this tall. You don't believe me? Go look at photos where they're standing. Look at not even photos where they're standing next to each other. Look at the photos from Watch What Happens Live because they always take photos on the step and repeat after the show, right? Go look at the photos of Raquel and Sheena, which was the night that Sheena allegedly punched Raquel. And look at how much taller Raquel is to Sheena. And you're going to tell me, Sheena, what? Sheena threw hands and happened to hit her from above because if you actually look at the so she submitted photos where she has like a scratch right here in her eyebrow on her left eye left eye this is sorry that's my right eye so on her left eye she has like a scratch right here on her eyebrow and then she has a little bit of bruising right and so you mean to tell me like normally when you throw hands at somebody especially if you're not used to throwing punches like if you're a professional boxer like boom and hit you in the nose right but if you're not a professional boxer you're gonna throw hands like this which means when you hit somebody's face it's going to hit the outside of the face. So it's likely going to hit their cheekbone. It's going to hit the outside of their eye. It's going to hit maybe their jaw, but it's not going to hit them on the inside of their eye where the eyebrow is and then leave a bruise on the inside of your eye. Like that's just like when you actually like physically try to lay this out in your head and you're like, okay, she is this big and she's going to throw hands, but the hand's going to hit in the middle. Like it just, it doesn't logistically make sense. Right. So Rachel also claims that Sheena was telling her friends and telling her coworkers that she didn't regret the physical attack on her and that she would do it again. And she claims that Sheena gave her a black eye and the cut on her left elbow elbow was the the result of being assaulted and that she it also caused blurry vision and it caused swelling to the left of her eye. I don't know how she confirmed that she had blurry vision or that the eye was swollen because the photos don't show any swelling. If anything, the photos just show some minor bruising and then the scratch on her eye on her eyebrow. Right. Conveniently, the photos leaked to TMZ to show the darkness under her eye and the scratch on the eyebrow. Right. So in her filing, Rachel submitted these photos. Plus, she also submitted an urgent care report which you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you see these photos, you see the urgent care report, like, that looks bad. Like, this looks like a real situation. It looks like Sheena actually did hit her, right? But then you look, and then you zoom in, and you actually look at the urgent care report, and the urgent care report is dated on Saturday, March 4th, for an urgent care here in Los Angeles. This alleged assault happened Wednesday, Wednesday night, in New York City. So you're telling me, that this allegedly occurred in New York on Wednesday, March 1st. Don't you think if you were in real bad shape, you would need urgent care assistance immediately? Wouldn't you immediately go to an urgent care facility in New York that night? But no, you waited all day Thursday, you waited all day Friday, and then you go into an urgent care when you're back in Los Angeles on Saturday when conveniently cameras for Vanderpump Rules are now all of a sudden filming again. Sounds a little convenient to me. You went to urgent care 48 out more than 48 hours after for a bruise on your eye, for a scratch on your eyebrow. Go to CVS, like get a Band-Aid. Like, I don't know. Like, why do you need to go to an urgent care two days after this alleged assault unless you were trying to create documentation? And conveniently, now that we have the documentation, now we're filing for a temporary restraining order. So she also included a screenshot, which is a photo that Sheena posted over the weekend. So after days after the assault, alleged assault, she po- she shares a photo that Sheena posted over the weekend with Ariana, um, and it's a photo of them to- of Ariana and Sheena together at Watch What Happens Live a while back. And the caption says, "I've always got your back, Team Ariana," and then a fist emoji. Was the fist emoji a reference to the allegations that were floating out? I don't know. Was the fist emoji meant to be a fist bump? I don't really know. Was it a little shady? Yeah, probably. She was trying to show her alliance to Ariana. Hardly evidence that she punched somebody. So furthermore, in her, you know, temporary restraining order report, Rachel clearly states that the black eye was caused from the punch, right? It literally says... The injury was a was a black eye, amongst other things. Yet there are now older photos that have surfaced that show that she's had that discoloration under her eye for quite some time. And that it's clearly a blatant lie that the black eye was caused from the alleged punch. <sighs> 
So I don't think the restraining order is going to stick. And I think Rachel's just making herself look really bad at this point. Because people, and then people are like, oh, well, LVP was just on, Lisa Vanderpump was just on Watch What Happens Live the other day. And Lisa confirmed it. Lisa confirmed that this happened. She said that it happened. Okay, let's roll the tape from Watch What Happens Live, everybody, okay? Lisa did not confirm anything. Lisa, one, wasn't even present for the alleged assault, okay? So she's only going based off of what we're hearing And Andy asks Lisa, what do you think of Sheena allegedly punching Raquel? And Lisa replies, I think she slapped her. I think, meaning I don't know, meaning I'm making a guesstimate here. I think she slapped her. Also, as in, I wasn't witness to it, so I can't confirm it. She thinks it happened, as many other people think that it happened because of the leaks that were seen in the press, alluding to that this is what happened. I think is speculation. I think is not confirmation, okay? So no, Lisa Vanderpump did not confirm that Sheena punched Raquel. Lisa Vanderpump speculated that she thinks that Sheena slapped Raquel. I mean, listen, and it's pop. Maybe she did slap Raquel. I don't know. But Raquel used the word punch, and Raquel said that the bruising in her eye was the result of the punch, right? So at this point, I don't know if it's actually going to stick before a judge. And I actually think a judge might be pissed off that this has now become some reality TV scuffle because we're now abusing the court system. So I don't think that the temporary restraining order will stick. It doesn't take very much to get a temporary restraining order, which is what this is, especially when you have the urgent care report and a black eye photo. Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah, this sounds legit. Let me, you know, I'll, I'll do the temporary restraining order until I can actually hear both sides and review all of the evidence, right? So again, a judge has yet to officially review the entire case and make a full assessment and make a final judgment, okay? If you don't understand how a temporary restraining order works, I suggest you go check out the Bravo docket because I revealed all of this on the podcast the other day and then people still were like, well, who are you? What do you know? And I was like, okay. Well, then I saw it on the Bravo docket. I was like, oh, they explained it the exact same way I did. That's how temporary restraining orders work. You can say, hi, I'm in. I'm afraid of this person. This person assaulted me. May I please have a temporary restraining order? Order. Here's the evidence that proves that this person assaulted me. But you only hear my side of things. And then, boom. Here's your temporary restraining order. Here's a hearing date where I will hear both sides and we'll determine whether or not this actually stands and whether or not you are in danger for your life. You know. But again. If you were in such imminent danger, why not file a police report the night of the assault, alleged assault? If you were so severely injured the night of to the point where you couldn't see because your vision was blurry, why not go to urgent care Wednesday night in New York City? Okay, maybe the night was rough and you're like, I just need to go to bed. Why not go to urgent care on Thursday, the next day? No, she waited until Saturday when pump rules cameras were rolling. That is not convenient. Why not press charges? Exactly. So listen, I don't know what actually happened because the only two people that know what happened were Sheena and Raquel who were actually there. Okay. From what I have heard, and Kristen Doty confirmed this on her podcast, that once Sheena found out what Raquel had done, she grabbed her phone and threw it in the gutter. I heard that she threw it in the street. Doty says she threw it in the gutter. Whatever. She got the phone and she threw it. Okay. Maybe I maybe she did push her into a wall. It doesn't seem like Sheena's denying that. Like maybe there was a shove, maybe there was a push. I don't really know. Maybe Sheena turned away to walk and then Raquel's like, wait, and she kind of grabbed her her shoulder and was like, wait, Sheena, I'm not done talking to you. And maybe Sheena was like, get off of me and did like that sort of situation. And maybe like her ring or something or her nails scratched Raquel in some sort of way. But that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that it was a physical assault. They make temporary restraining orders to prevent domestic violence. That's one reason why they're easy to get. Exactly. It's to prevent future. It's to say, hey, I'm afraid of this person. There's imminent danger. I need protection. And that's what a temporary restraining order is for. It's for protection in case something could potentially happen again. There's no threat from Sheena Shea. Sheena's not violent. Sheena's not, listen, if it were Lala or Katie, like Lala and Katie have big mouths, right? They flap their gums and they'll get in your face and they'll talk shit, right? That's Sheena, I'm sorry, that's Lala and that's Katie. That's not Sheena. Sheena's just not that type, you know? So maybe there was a scratch. Maybe there was something, you know, I don't believe that Sheena punched Raquel in the face. And none of the evidence proves that Sheena punched Raquel in the face. And the fact that she waited until cameras were up and filming her to go and to go to urgent care and have them print out a report of 
basically all they did was say, yeah, she came in. She had a black eye. She claims that this incident happened on Wednesday night by a friend and a friend hit her. That's all the report from the urgent care place says is she came in. Yes, we can verify that she has this injury and she's claiming this is what happened. It really doesn't say anything other than, yeah, we can see her injuries. The photos tell us that. The photos tell us they can see her injuries. But the urgent care didn't do anything for her. They didn't treat her injuries because there were no real injuries that needed to be treated. There was nothing for them to treat. It was 48, it was more than 48 hours after the incident. It's just wild to me that this chick, like, it's just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be surprised. I'm not making any allegations, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if homegirl even punched herself in the face. Like, at this point, she's so diabolical with the lies that have been told and the way that things have been spun and the narratives and the constant statements that they're releasing now about being in love and not being in love and she needs to heal. What do you need to heal from? The black eye you you possibly gave to yourself? Culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes... We can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great. But it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I. <sighs> so download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D R I Z L Y.com today. Sandoval is a makeup bro. He probably did. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't know. Let me read some of your comments. What are you guys thinking? The entire story is so Amber Heard. That's the part that's so damn sad is it's like people just think that they can throw out these baseless accusations and that it's going to stick. And that's not okay. Like you can't throw out a baseless accusation and just immediately be believed at this point. It's like this, you're, it's frustrating because there really are people that struggle from domestic abuse. There really are people that are in fear for their lives. Sheena is not somebody you're going to be in fear for your life for. That's not to say that anybody deserves to be, you know, punched or hit or slapped or scratched or whatever. But still, Rachel deleted the post off Instagram off of her IG where she was wearing the lightning bolt necklace. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. Being a real narcissist relationship and abuse survivor, I'm like, dude, don't even. For Raquel? No, I agree with you. Lala would have choke slammed her. I mean, Lala's always said that she's all bark and no real bite. Um, but yeah, I would believe Lala hitting Rachel over Sheena, who has never even expressed violence. Like, that's not Sheena. Sheena's like, not like, I'm going to hit you or whatever. And Sheena's also not the type to then afterwards go off and say, um, you know, oh, yeah, brag about doing it. Okay, here's something that I wasn't going to reveal. I wasn't going to say this, but I mean, here's, I text Sheena immediately after I saw this story. I text her, I was like, wait, and this was on Friday. I text her, I'm like, is this real? Did you hit her? And Sheena was very clear. She's like, I did not hit her. She's like, no, that's not true. Like, that's, and I'm like, okay, it's low budget tea. Like, she, and I believe Sheena because Sheena's not the type to hit somebody. But yes, I did ask Sheena, and Sheena told me, no, I didn't hit her. So I'm glad that her attorney has now released a statement and has confirmed that she did not hit her. And Sheena didn't even say I didn't punch her. Sheena said, I did not hit her. Why would she have a reason to hit her? It's just, it's not Sheena, it's not in her personality. Sheena changed her flight and came home on a different plane. Yes, I revealed that the other day. I, and I didn't even hear that from Sheena. I heard that from a producer that she immediately changed her flight home and wanted nothing to do with Rachel and did not want to fly home with her. Um, but you can't lay hands on someone or you're making and you're making excuses for that. Brendan, I am not making excuses. I didn't say hit her. I didn't say I w wish Sheena would have hit her. I didn't say any of that. I said you shouldn't lay hands on anybody, but you also shouldn't lie about somebody laying hands on you. That's even worse because that then prevents other people from actually reporting these things or having their reports or allegations taken seriously. It's a lot more dangerous to file a false temporary restraining order 
when there is not an actual imminent danger to you. Period. Period. People use temporary restraining orders because they need them, because they are afraid for their safety, okay? So to take advantage of the system in this way is not okay, guys. Like, period. End of story. I don't care if you're into Sandoval and you think his dick is so great that you want to fuck him and Schwartz at the same time. You know what? Go DP. Live your life. Have fun. But, like, this is ridiculous. Now we're getting silly. You know what I mean? Like, we're literally getting silly now. It just looks worse for Rachel every hour because she literally won't stop talking. She keeps making things worse for herself. None of these girls are fighters. No way. If anything, the only one that's a fighter was Stassi because Stassi actually clocked Kristen. Remember? What was it? Season two when she found out uh, Kristen actually banged Jax. Sandoval can get it too. He's just not putting himself there right now. I'm sure once the reunion rolls around and he has to talk about it, people will go in. Oh, I'm sure. The thing with Sandoval, why don't some of the fans put his the rage towards Sandoval? Because Sandoval's not making all of these stupid statements and filing uh, and filing for temporary restraining orders and victimizing himself. He's literally issued his first statement. He's like, okay, people don't like it. Let me issue my second statement, apologizing to Ariane. I don't even think he gives a shit about what people think about him. I think he's getting high off of the ego stroke of everybody talking about him. But what he's not doing is constantly putting out new statements, talking about how he's in love with Raquel. He's never once even said he loves Raquel, where She's just like, I care about him. And it started out of a genuine friendship and my feelings are genuine, but I have to heal and I have to work on myself. And Sheena punched me. It's like, she won't stop. Like at this point, just go radio silent and walk away. Just like walk away, work on your healing, work on yourself, do what you got to do, girl. But like the theatrics and all of this stuff, that's the reason people keep criticizing her is because she keeps doing things to make people criticize her. She keeps doing things that people have reactions to. That's why, Brendan, like, I just, I, I, I'm not the type, because people like to throw out the misogyny thing, and they're like, oh, everybody's being such a misogynist, and everyone's being a misogynist because they don't want to hold Sandoval accountable as Raquel. Like, Sandoval's gross, okay? He was the one that was in a relationship. Let's be very clear. Nobody's trying to defend Sandoval at all, period. What he did, trash. The fact that he was sloppy about it and kept this video on his phone, trash. Even if it's true that he filmed it without her consent, I personally don't think she cared. I think she just cared that it got out rather than she cares that he recorded it. I don't think she cared that he was saving it for his spank bank later. I think, if anything, that probably made her more excited because then he was giving his spank bank attention to, to Raquel versus Pornhub or Ariana. And that stroked her ego. We expect it from Sandoval, not from Rachel. Yeah, we don't think... Nobody thinks Sandoval's a great guy. That's It's literally like... Like Jax, right? Our bar for Jax is very low. Nobody expects much from him, right? So if he does something trash, like nobody's really going to be shocked by this. Raquel, on the other hand, people are shocked by because she was playing this other role. It's just wild, 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 wild. Oh my God, I forgot about Stassi walking Kristen. Yeah, Kristen, Stassi, Sheena, Katie are legit OGs cut from a different cloth. I'm so glad Sheena has a lawyer. Well, yeah, she needs a lawyer. She has to appear in court now, Carrie. It's not like she decided to get a lawyer just for the fun of it. There are literally these crazy accusations. Close your legs to married men. Well, technically he wasn't married, but he was almost married. Yeah, close your legs to married men, almost. I don't think Rachel's going to show up at the reunion. She's too scared. I mean, tail between her legs right now, right? We were asking for a Vanderpump Rules reboot. I mean, no shit. Why didn't Rachel's parents get involved when she was, okay, sleeping around? Um, they are involved. I believe they're the ones that hired Rachel's lawyer. And they're the ones that wanted to get a, a PR team on board to help her. Because her publicist reportedly cut her after her stories were inconsistent. Yeah, Tom's a wacko. Yeah, he is a wacko. Rachel is the friend from hell. I mean, yikes. Oliver is married, though. Yeah, but we can't listen. I don't blame her for Oliver. Oliver was shady, and Oliver was was swinging his little dingling all, all around town. Or his big dingling all around town. Does California recognize common law marriage? I believe California does recognize common law marriage. Are we going to talk about the rest of Vanderpump Rules today? What would you like to talk about? Eat the carbs? Let me know. Always watch out for the quiet ones. Yeah. Will Rachel get fired if she doesn't quit? I mean, if she doesn't go to the reunion, then I would imagine, yeah, she gets fired. 
if she refuses to appear. It happens to housewives all the time. They don't show up at the reunion. They get fired. I want to know exactly when and where Schwartz found out. Well, according to Kristen Doty, Schwartz found out a month ago. So somewhere around early February. So Schwartz is known for a full month. I guess now we understand why they're la- Oh Well, maybe he had just found out. I'm trying to think. When was the premiere of Vanderpump? Because... I'm assuming, because remember they appeared on Watch What Happens Live and Schwartz like kept looking to Sandoval and kept like, um, like anytime a question about Raquel would come up, he would like reference Sandoval. Like he kept looking at him. Like it was a very strange, it was odd behavior, right? So, um, yeah, it was very odd behavior. And so now it makes sense. That it's possibly around the time that he found out about the affair. And that's why he needed a reference Sandoval to like, you know, tell him what to do. Uh, yeah, the premiere was about a month ago. Yeah, Philly Diva. Uh, do we think Schwartz is lying? Lying about what? I think, I mean, I feel like he had to have known for more than a month. I feel like a month is... I mean, according to Kristen, Schwartz is really upset about all of it. And this isn't coming from Schwartz. This is coming from Kristen, from what Kristen claims Schwartz said to her that he only found out a month ago. Um, Brendan, Brendan, you're my favorite in the live chat tonight, homie. Um, He says, do we think that Sheena is being a hypocrite based on the fact that she broke up Brandy Glanville's marriage? Just saying. I mean, everybody wants to paint Sheena. It's funny that people want to throw out the misogyny thing, but then they want to blame Sheena for breaking up Brandy Glanville's marriage. Um, Very different situation. Or, or, yeah, well, I think it's a different situation because Eddie Cibrian was cheating with multiple people. If anything, you can say Leanne Rimes broke up their marriage because he left Brandy for Leanne Rimes. Sheena was one of the mistresses that he was fooling around with. Um, he Also, Sheena did not know Brandy. Sheena and Brandy had no connection. They had no friendship. They didn't know each other. So that's where it's a little different, whereas Raquel and Ariana were actual friends. And Raquel would hang out with Ariana, and Raquel would say nice things about Ariana. And so it's so much more insidious what Raquel did to Ariana in comparison to what um, Sheena did to Eddie, because Sheena didn't know Brandy. And according to Sheena, Eddie told her that he was leaving Brandy, and that they were over, and that he was no longer with Brandy, that they were still technically living together for the kids. But yeah, Jeff Epstein noticed the Tom and Schwartz thing. There's no way Schwartz didn't pick up on it. Oh yeah, it, that's true. If Jeff, because he was he did the live stream for it with us last Thursday, last Friday, and he said that he remembers seeing Sandoval and Raquel at a festival, not Coachella, um, but another festival, and he remembers Sandoval buying, and this was in September. He remembers Sandoval buying. Raquel drinks and flirting with her and all of that sort of stuff. So it's interesting. Do we think they'll re-edit future episodes? So Lala Kent went on her Instagram story today and she said that they're not re-editing any of the episodes. This was always the storyline was to show Raquel and her relationships to other cast members. And so apparently, no, they're not re-editing anything. Apparently from what we see this season, it does add up and it does check out um, with her behavior. Oh, my God. So many comments are coming. Oh, Laura. Look at Laura. Baller Laura Woodridge with the super sticker. Laura dropping that super sticker. Laura dropping that super sticker. Super sticker. Get it, Laura. Laura Woolridge. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate that. Excuse me. Eddie Cibrian broke up their marriage. Yeah, Eddie Cibrian was cheating with multiple women. Multiple women. He's the one that broke up his marriage. He was the one that was lying to his wife. Which, to be fair, Tom Sandoval is the one that broke up his relationship with Ariana. I don't say that. I mean, it's kind of hard to say that Raquel didn't because she was very complicit and very aware and like very intentional about what she was doing. So that's where it's kind of hard to say that she doesn't have as much responsibility. Like Sheena didn't know that Eddie was still technically married, nor did Sheena know that Eddie was fooling around with other women. Kristen's podcast was good. Do we think that Rachel will end up getting a one-on-one interview with Andy instead of the reunion? I mean, it's possible. I don't really know. Sheena don't have nothing to do with this. This is old tea. Stick to the topic. Yeah. Thank you, Alicia. I just don't understand why people are like dying, like going so hard to defend Raquel in all of this. What is Zach's email address? I want to send him a pic. A naughty pic? What pic are you sending me? Oh, my God. Um, Perfectly imperfect. Is anyone surprised 
VDP cast relationships? Not really. Rewatch the do you want to make out scene from Rachel to Schwartz at the Canyon Club. It's got very, it's very, it's a very strong, we talked about this ahead of time vibe Schwartz knew for a while. No, I don't agree with that because isn't there a moment that in like the deleted scene episode where he then looks at the camera and he's like, are we still rolling? As in like, I don't want to make out with her on camera. I can place more blame with Tom. He was the one in a long-term relationship. Yes, I agree. But also Raquel was also in a relationship with Ariana. They had a friendship. Like that's the other part is there was a genuine friendship or seemingly a genuine friendship between Raquel and Ariana. That's another relationship that was severed and fractured because she was also deceiving Ariana in her friendship with Ariana. So they are both complicit. That's why, like, if she were just a mistress that nobody really knew about and, like, like it would just, it would be different, right? Because he can lie to her and say, Ariana and I are not together. But Ariana and him were going on red carpets together and kissing and making out and, like, Ariana was at his concerts and singing with him in the crowd and filming him. Like, I went to one of their concerts where I was dancing with Ariana and, like, she was just so into it, you know? (sighs) They all cheated at some point and it was forgiven. Everyone screws up. Why is this so out of whack? Because, Patty, this is so much different and so much worse than any of the other cheating scandals in the past. Heather McDonald said, I'm a love addict is the battle cry of a cheater. Yeah, I'm a love addict. I'm a sex addict. That's not to say people can't be love addicts or sex addicts, but at the same time, when is it just an excuse? I feel like that happens a lot. It's just an excuse. Um, Do some work. Do a year of self-reflection, therapy, treatment, whatever, and then come from that and be like, wow, I did some inner reflection and I realized I am addicted to love. I realized that I do have these unhealthy patterns. Zach hurt my feelings. You really don't need a lawyer for a restraining order. I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry, Carrie. You don't need... No, you don't need a lawyer for a restraining order, but I was just saying that Sheena didn't get a lawyer for no reason. She got a lawyer because Raquel's slandering her and accusing her of punching her. Some bees in this trap be crazy. I agree with you. What was James's reaction? Apparently, James is really hurt, but he's not mad at Raquel. He's hurt by Sandoval because Sandoval also lied to him, technically. California has no domestic partner. Oh, has a domestic partnership law. Yes, that's right. It requires 10 years and some provisionals around it, and it has to do with dividing assets. Yes, that is true. Um, And they were only married for nine years. I'm curious if you think Tom lied about hooking up with a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Tom definitely lied about Miami girl. And it's interesting because Spots, not Spossy, Stassi on her podcast, which, by the way, she just announced she's going back on tour. She's doing the Mother Dearest tour with Taylor Strecker and Bo, which is exciting. They're not doing a show in L.A., which I'm really sad about, but whatever. Um... But Stassi on her podcast talked about that. Wait, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, uh, Miami Girl. And and Stassi was saying that it's so interesting that Tom Sandoval would always accuse producers of protecting Stassi and giving her the hero edit when all along they were protecting him. She's like, look at Miami Girl. Nobody went down that path further. Producers didn't pursue that. Producers didn't want to look further into Miami Girl. They kind of just dropped it. So... Yeah, I definitely think he cheated with Miami girl. Why else would you run from her and then not want to talk about it on camera? Bambi is not the first he was with. Yeah, I don't believe that. It sounds like there were more because now other people are saying he hooked up with my friend and he hooked up with my friend. Again, allegations are not necessarily, you know, not necessarily, they don't necessarily mean anything. Uh, They don't hold weight of like actual evidence or proof, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think in this case, it's possible. Zach, I thought on Rachel calling out Lala on not having a man. This is after she hooked up drunk. Yeah, that's the preview from next week's episode of Vanderpump Rules where she, where Lala's like, if you were, I wouldn't trust you around my man if you were drunk. And then Raquel's like, well, it's a good thing you don't have a man to not trust around me. And then Katie was like, what? And then Christina Kelly's like, Raquel. And Christina Kelly called it, right? Because in her confessional this week, she's like, I never trusted Raquel. I don't think she's as innocent as people give her a pass for. She's like, people like to treat her like she's a baby, but I think that's an insult to babies. Beautiful Waterfall says, this is the worst type of of betrayal. That's why we're all freaking out. It's a double betrayal for Ariana. Yeah, it's a double betrayal. People murder over this type of trauma. Okay, well, let's... mm. 
let's, let's not go there. Um, we're not trying to throw that out there. We're not trying to put out that type of energy. Um, but what was the point I was about to make? Um, oh, it was funny. There was somebody that commented on YouTube and she made me laugh. And I'm so sorry. So many comments have come in over the past few days and I try to go through as many of them and respond to them as possible. Some of them are a little crazy and unhinged. But there was one that I came across last night that made me laugh because it was really funny. And it was this one woman and she's like, listen, I don't condone violence, but I'll just say this. I slept with my best friend's man and she punched me and I would never press charges because one, I slept with her man and two, like I deserved it. And that's my friend. Like I slept with her man and she punched me in the face and I deserved it. So of course I'm not going to press charges. She's like, but I don't condone violence. She's like, but listen, hey, I had to take it on the chin. And I was like, you know what? Good for you, girl. You're going to own that. Good for you. I'm going to live chat is lit, guys. Getting the police involved was a big mistake on Shots of Sunset. I mean, it complicates things on the show. Um, hi, Zach. I just picked up the phone and in Boston here tonight. Thank you. I feel fortunate to receive my content from your handsome self. You're so funny. I got to run and finish when I return. Oh, thank you for joining us, Laura. I appreciate that. Sheena threw Rachel's phone, slapped her. Um, yeah, we don't know that. Those are allegations. Um, so, Rihanna's too good, or Ariana's too good for him, anyways. Yes, I agree. I would let my friends run over me with her car. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you know when you're wrong, right? You don't then go on Instagram and be like, but I loved him, and our feelings started out of a genuine friendship. And I don't know what we are right now, but I'm not going to make any predictions for the future. Like, girl, just stop. Like, zip it. Zip the lips, zip the coochie, and be done. What do you think about the scene with Katie's mom? I thought that that was such a real scene, and I felt so bad for her mom because Raquel's literally there, like, not giving a crap about making out with Schwartz, and her mom's like, how can you do that to her? Like, this was our family. Schwartz was our family. Like, he was in our lives for so many years. They were married. Think they'll wait until after March 29th to film the reunion. So Rachel is there. I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't be surprised. It's only one week. The reunion was set to tape on the 23rd. The hearing is on the 29th. So I would imagine that maybe they push the reunion back a week or two just to, you know, try to make sure they have them both together or they film it separately. Andy said he's open to all options, but as of right now, they don't know what the situation is going to be. If anything, production could probably convince Rachel to drop the damn restraining order because there's really no truth to it and sheena doesn't seem scared of her attorney's like we can't wait for march 29th we can't wait to prove sheena's innocence does sheena have a vlog footage of them on their way to watch what happens live that shows that rachel had yes i believe that was part of the footage that was leaked the other day another boston girl you are the best i've been sending your lives to everyone oh thank you my love i appreciate that raquel is a proven liar sheena said she didn't punch her i believe sheena i believe sheena too um yes sheena's vlog and her podcast episode i believe now are on her patreon and i believe they're going to be released coming soon um all right guys thank you for for tuning in i do have to hop off here because i'm hopping on another live so if you guys are on youtube or if you're on instagram and you want to trickle on over my friend jolene lunzer zach what do you think of rachel's statement to et that she's working on her mental health with the therapist? good go work on a go work on your mental health with the therapist good go do you boo I don't care. Go do you. I don't need you releasing another statement, especially not an exclusive to Entertainment Tonight. And it's funny because later that same day, Entertainment Tonight then came out and they're like, Sheena 100% did not hit Raquel. There's no proof of that. So they reported on it. Or they reported that sources close to Sheena claimed that that never happened. Um, We all know the term, uh, can you lose them, how you found them? Is there any truth to Ariana hooking up with Tom while he was with Kristen? So it's interesting. I think any if anybody has anything to say about that, it's Kristen Doty, who was the girlfriend when the cheating happened. Um, and she addresses it on her podcast. And I suggest if that's the mentality that you're coming at this from is how you get them is how you lose them, then I suggest you go and listen to Kristen Doty's podcast because if anybody had, if anybody can throw that line out there of how you get them is how you lose them, it's Kristen Doty because she was the girlfriend that lost him to Ariana technically. Um, she's like, listen, it was different. Tom and I were in a toxic relationship. We should not have dated as long as we did. We didn't really love each other. We constantly cheated on each other. We were young and dumb and we weren't really in love. We weren't really committed. We shouldn't have stayed in that relationship, but we were young and we were broke and we were codependent. 
And she's like, listen, the first thing when I saw what Ariana, what happened to Ariana and I went over on Friday and she's like, the first thing that Ariana did is she came up to me and she hugged me and she said, I'm sorry. And Kristen's like, why are you apologizing to me? This is so different. Again, this is coming from Kristen Doty. So everyone that wants to be like, how you get them is how you lose them. And Kristen's like, it's so gross that people are even saying that because the circumstances are so different. They're older. They were in a committed relationship and they thought they were going to go all the way. Kristen and Tom were not in a committed relationship that they thought was going to go all the way. They were constantly cheating on each other and their relationship was codependent and toxic. They didn't know how to be without each other. So very different situation. And Kristen Doty's the best. And those are her words, not mine. Those are Kristen's words. Kristen said that love in this chat tonight. We are all on fire. Yes, we are, Val. Um, Not sure if we covered this yet, but Raquel is... Two million percent associate about that. I mean, listen, I can't diagnose her with that, but wild. Um, okay, let me read through a couple more. Thank you guys for the super stickers. I appreciate them. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Brittany. Um, Brian said, you know, Peacock TV is scrambling to get Scandal and Rachel on the next season of The Traders. Could you imagine Sheena joined the cast as well? That would be amazing. I would love to do the next season of The Traders. Like, I'm actually thinking of reaching out to the production company because I've been in talks with doing different shows with them for like a few years now. And I'm like, maybe it's time for me to actually go all in and maybe I do the traders. I don't know. We'll see. Where do people find blind items to drop from Dumas? I mean, people just email Dumas. They're like, hi, I heard this. That's why I always take Dumas with a grain of salt. Cause they're, you know, it's a little bit of both. Um, you never know if there's any truth to it, but they're also very clear that there might not be any truth to it. So Yeah. Thanks a lot, Zach. Always appreciate your view and opinion on things. Thank you, ACM. Okay, guys, I'm going to pop off because in four minutes, I have to go live with Jolene Lunzer at 5.30. So in four minutes, I'm going to be live again. So just go on YouTube and look up Jolene Lunzer. Look up Jolene Lunzer on YouTube, and her and I are going to dive into this way more. Oh, those are fighting words, okay? Um, Zach, do you do a live show in Canada? I mean, maybe if everyone comes and buys tickets to the show in Philly on April 27th at City Winery, you can get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. Guys, if you're watching this live on YouTube, hit the like button and let me know that you're enjoying the content. Always want to hear you. Thank you, Brandon, for the super sticker. I appreciate that. Um, love your perspective and opinions. Listen, Karen, everyone's welcome. Everyone's opinions are valid. Everyone's thoughts and feelings are always valid here. Can you link the live here? Um, Yes, I'll try to do an Instagram story very, very quickly, and I'll post the link on Instagram so that you guys can join. I'll do that really quickly, and I'll text Julie and tell her I'm running like two minutes late because I have to go live with her literally in three minutes. But I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, if you want to keep up with me, you can always follow me at Just Plain Zach. If you want to follow the podcast, you can always follow at No Filter with Zach. So at Just Plain Zach is my personal handle all over the internet. At No Filter with Zach is the podcast handle on Instagram where you get all the latest reality TV tea. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I will have a new episode dropping on Monday with Danny from Page Six. Danny's going to be on the podcast and we got a lot of tea. He hosts reality or virtual reality with Evan real for page six. He's going to be on the podcast this uh, Monday. So tune in for that. I love you. Have a great weekend. I'll keep you posted on the Instagram. What is the last name of Jolene? Jolene Lenzer. I'll post the link on Instagram. And also guys, please, please, please. If you're in Philly or you're on the East coast and you want to come to our show, I'm doing a live show at City Winery in Philadelphia on April 27th. It's a Thursday night. Come on out to Philly. I cannot wait to see you guys. We have uh, VIP meet and greet packages and all that fun stuff. So, And if you want to buy some merch, we have Team Ariana t-shirts that are available in the merch store at justplainzack.com slash shop. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will... Um, I'll chat with you in a bit with Jolene. I have like literally two minutes to get over there. All right. I love you guys. And if you're listening to this on on the podcast, then please leave me a nice Apple podcast review because I love that validation. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. I did New York last year, actually. I did a show in New York last year. And so now I'm doing Philly. I don't think I'll be doing a New York or Jersey show this year because I did it last year. But, you know, Philly. Come see me in Philly. I'll be there. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.